0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off.
0: It is Cyhawks sound off here on a Sunday night. We're on before 11, barely, but on before 11, we'll take it. Uh, John, what do you say, some small talk?
1: No, let's do it.
0: Let's go right into it. Sound off now at 515-282-9010. We'll have extra time for calls later tonight. A hot topic, no doubter. It remains a Hawkeye State as the Cyhawk Trophy stays in Iowa City. Hawkeyes, the first home team to win the big game in five years, and it was a mismatch, 42-3. Mm. We have lines open. Sound off at 515-282-9010. What did you think? Hmm. At halftime of the Iowa State-Iowa football game, my friend Ryan sent a text. It's genius for its simplicity. Iowa is good, Iowa State is not. Ryan's right, Iowa is good, Iowa State is not. It's the Cyclones who are the bigger surprise. A new coach means new foundation, so forgive Cyclone fans for expecting a remodel, not a teardown. Those fans forgot it usually gets worse before it gets better. Matt Campbell, you're not in Toledo anymore. Campbell is a proven head coach with a reputation for football fundamentals. That's why it's jarring to see Iowa State often look like a disorganized sloppy mess, and that includes the sideline. It's not as bad as it seems. Iowa State is initiating more freshmen than a fraternity. The eager staff needs to simplify, get back to basics. The talent and depth gap will not change this season. Can't control that. Here's what ISU can control. Discipline, execution, effort. Campbell hype led to outsized expectations. Choose greatness and a storm is brewing. Make better hashtags than be patient and storm expected in a few years. Cyclone fans are nothing if not patient, but they are right to expect more than what they're seeing right now and Campbell knows it. He must keep this team together because more long Saturdays are coming. Simplify the playbook, strive for improvement, get creative. There are many holes, so it's not fair to put losses on Joel Lanning, but Campbell needs to make a decision. If the quarterback's going to run the option, build around Lanning. If ISU is going with offense, the offense we've seen so far, it's Jacob Park. My Aunt Bertha can see Park's the more accurate passer. Magnifying how far Iowa State has to go is how good Iowa is. The gap in quarterback and line play made the Cy Hawk game an inevitable route. CJ Beathard has complete command of the Hawkeye offense. The Iowa offense looks as potent and balanced as any in recent memory. The defense, special teams, and coaching staff also dominated ISU. This was a throwback game, as in 1980s. If you're a Hawkeye fan, enjoy the ride. If you're a Cyclone fan, look for progress. Remember Kirk Ferentz won just one game his first season. Uh, see? I fell into the trap of overanalyzing. My friend had it right. Iowa's good. Iowa State is not.
1: Keith, that was a beatdown. 39-point win is the largest margin of victory in the Cyclones series in 19 years. Iowa wasn't perfect, but they were pretty darn close. Now before Hawkeye fans go nuts over 2 and 0, Let's remember, they've beaten Miami, Ohio and Iowa State, who are a combined 0-4. But on the flip side, good teams blow out bad teams, and the Hawkeyes have taken care of business. Two years ago, Kirk Ferentz went conservative when holding a halftime lead against Iowa State, and it backfired. Saturday, the gas was down, and Ferentz made sure there would be no comeback. I think C.J. Bethard is primed for a huge senior season, totally in control and making all the tough throws. Matt Vandenberg was a two-star recruit out of Brandon, South Dakota, with hardly any other offers out of high school. Now, he's the go-to guy on a top-15 team with crazy good hands. Quite the story. And he also got engaged after the big win. Matt Campbell knew he had an uphill battle in Ames, but I don't think he thought the start would be this bumpy. Iowa State fans are patient, but even the most loyal fans want to see improvement. That needs to happen soon. Mike Warren is on pace for 350 rushing yards for the entire season. After a great freshman year, Warren looks lost and frustrated. A struggling offensive line hasn't helped, but Campbell clearly believes Warren can play better. Allen Lazard is one of the few bright spots for Iowa State. I said two weeks ago, Lazard will be first team all Big 12. He hasn't disappointed. Right now Lazard leads the Big 12 in receiving. Against Iowa, he had seven catches. The rest of the team had seven catches. Imagine what Lazard could do with a consistent, high-powered offense.
0: The tweets are rolling in at SoundOff13. You can also uh, like us on Facebook It's SoundOff Nation. The Twitter feed is filling up. You'll see some of those tweets on the bottom of the screen. But let's get to some uh, live phone calls here. T-Dog is in Ames. T-Dog. T-Dog, your reaction. You just heard ours. What's yours? Hello, Keith? Yes, sir. This is Keith. You got it.
2: Oh, that is so awesome, Keith! I have been literally watching you for like fifteen years of my life, man. (laughs) You are the best, dude! I cannot believe I'm on air with you. I just want to say, okay, let's move this
1: along. Enough compliments for Keith.
0: Hey, T Dog, I do appreciate it. What did you think of the game?
2: Uh, I thought that I was high school kicker, and I scored more points both on the field and off the field
0: than the Cyclones did on Saturday d dog, thanks for the call. Well, they got
1: three, so if you made two field goals in a game, you scored more than Iowa State.
0: He did. Uh, Matt is in West Des Moines. Matt, uh, what's your takeaway from the Seahawks game?
2: I can't believe the ineptitude of the Iowa State coaching staff. There has to be something really wrong when a team like Iowa State has like five penalties for things like illegal linemen down – illegal – receivers downfield and, and they're not linemen, they're end and, and wideouts who have lined up wrong or illegal formations in the backfield. That doesn't go to the players. That goes to the ability of the coaches to convey a message to the players.
0: Matt, uh, you're not the only one that's made that observation, but it, it's not as bad as it seems. They're playing a bunch of freshmen they have a new system and new coaching staff. You have people that are hesitating, who are trying too hard, who are confused, and that includes the coaching staff. So you look for progress as the season goes. John, you remember the first year under Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. It's it's often not as bad as it seems, but I think I, I do think Iowa State's a little bit of a victim of its own hype here. I think fans, there were fans talking bowl game. There were reporters talking five and six players. Uh,
1: Paul Rhodes in his pro- closing press conference. Remember, what did he say? This is a bowl team next year. That started the hype. You bring in Matt Campbell, the young energy. They get the storm brewing. They get the good recruiting class coming. All of a sudden, what you're seeing here is a letdown from a team that just has no depth and lacks a lot of talent in a lot of areas. And the problem for Iowa State is, I think they'll gradually get better, but the gap right now between being good and where Iowa State is at is really big.
0: Andrew is in Ames as we watch these highlights, shot by John Sears, Michael Admire, and Big Sam Lozada. Uh, Andrew, what did you think of Iowa State in this game?
2: So, I guess one of the big things is, you know, Iowa State's got a new, new coach, and it's got a whole bunch of new freshmen, and we just haven't developed that much yet, and one of the biggest things we lack is an offensive line. And, uh, you know, either either get Wayne in that time or put Jacob Park in quicker, so...
0: I I think if you're going to run this offense, the one we've seen in the first two games, go to park right now. Uh, He's the more accurate passer. If you're going to run an option offense, you can build it around Joel Lanning, but he just doesn't look accurate enough behind that offensive line to give Iowa State a chance to win football. And and the
1: problem is the running game. Uh, Matt Campbell comes in, and remember, in the preseason, he talked about, getting the running game going. He's not going to spread this out to five wide. That's not his style. So so they have to run the game. He was even asked that after the game. He's not switching to four or five receivers. So unless they start running, they're going to be in a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, Campbell kind of called out Mike Warren a little bit. And it was interesting. um, Ed Podolak said at the beginning of the second half, he he said, it looks like Mike Warren doesn't want to be here. Now, Ed Podolak knows running backs. I realize he's a broadcaster for the other team. But when Ed Podolak said that, Mm -hmm. and then I heard Campbell's comments... It uh, made me think there's something to it. And he said, he said there's
1: controversy now at the running back position. They're going to open that thing up.
0: They should open up yeah. all jobs. Whatever's going on now isn't working. Typer for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges, are they twins? Louis and Des Moines writes, holy twins, Batman. I think <laughs> Iowa head football coach Kirk Ferentz looks like Batman actor Adam West, Old Spice, twins?
1: Likes it. It's a young Kirk Ferrance there.
0: Yes, uh, or Kirk Ferentz with a toupee on the right. Uh, Scott in Des Moines says the new Hayden Fry statue looks like Lou in the movie Scrooged. Old Spice, be careful here. Are they twins? Not careful at all.
3: That's funny, guys. I think the Cyhawk football game might have been what was bugging and Andy in the first place, way back when. And no chance that's stopping anytime soon. Stay tuned. Here we go again.
0: Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Justin writes, Iowa cleaned up nearly all mistakes from week one to play a near-perfect game. Team could be better than 2015 with a worse record.
1: Marcus writes, let's remember that Kirk won one game in his first year and three in his second. Here, here. I'm willing to give this Iowa State team some time.
0: In two games is not enough of a sample. Hang in there. John writes, painful. It's not lack of effort. The lack of discipline is shameful. I think most ISU fans expect Pain growth, not brain farts. <laughs> well, you've heard the talk. Uh, Iowa playing Iowa State is a no-win game for the Hawkeyes.
1: Or it's Iowa State Super Bowl. Whatever it is, it's bugging and Andy. Guys,
3: Cyhawk Talk burned up social media this week. But I think the best thing I saw was a tweet by our friend Brent Bloom. He said... This Super Bowl stuff makes me laugh because it's passionately arguing about who cares less. Bullseye, Bloom. Not since my heyday of Mortal Kombat has there been a kill move so perfectly executed. Let the crows and vultures descend on this corpse of a stupid argument and devour its remains. To make sure everyone knows what they've witnessed, we're talking about the age-old argument where a Hawkeye fan claims the annual Cyhawk game is Iowa State's Super Bowl and the Cyclone fan claims it isn't and then proceed to claim that there are actually much bigger games ahead on the schedule and then here comes the argument forget the fact that this absolutely is an extremely important game to both schools every year and focus on Brent Bloom's point here his point is what's the point You're actually in an argument about who cares less. (laughs) When you don't care, you don't argue. You don't acknowledge. You don't turn your head. No one runs a race just to say they didn't run. When you run, you did run. And when you argue, you do care. Otherwise, you wouldn't argue. It's a game that sells out stadiums. It clogs traffic and dominates the local headlines and chokes social media and brings fans to their feet to yell, we don't give a wet crap about this game. (laughs) I don't buy it. And you shouldn't try to sell it. Look, no one else is watching. This is an Iowa thing. And the luckiest states in college sports have Division I rivalries within their boundaries. And fans of both sides buzzing about the matchup. I mean, poor Wisconsin, poor Minnesota, or take it from me, a guy from Missouri. A bristling interstate rivalry is better than any caucus, state fair, or field of dreams that was ever invented. Because it wasn't invented. It's real. And no one should argue it isn't especially if they don't care. So don't tell me this is Iowa State Super Bowl. Uh-uh. It's the state of Iowa's. And we should fight to keep it that way. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me.
0: Thanks, Andy. When Off Live returns, we'll show some of our favorite photos from the RV TV tour, plus more of your phone calls. Line open right now, 515-282-9010. What do you take away Of the Cy Hawk football game. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Brad writes, being a Cyclone fan, I've been through worse. Big 12 is so bad, though, we might eke out a win or two. Iowa played great. I'll give them credit. Still hate the scumbags.
1: (laughs) Randy writes, Iowa not getting love in a poll? This is not news. They won't show them any respect unless they're undefeated still on 10-23. Even then, there will be no excuses of why it's not a notable accomplishment.
0: Iowa moves up to 13 in the AP poll. Falls to 11th after winning 42-3.
1: Not good enough.
0: In the coaches poll coaches poll is not very good uh, who's in your five a few a few of my favorite RV TV photos from this year's tour it poured rain in Sheraton hmm. but that did not dampen our fun or the town's fun and Tim Millage in the middle awesome stop yeah he, he was ready in yeah. Albia the guys pose for FarmersOnly.com.
1: <laughs> it's like our team photo.
0: What What are you guys thinking? FarmersOnly.com.
1: You said it's senior photo night for the football team, so that's
0: what we went with. From Winterset, the Iowa Nice Guy, Scott Sipker, eating cake out of the trash can. What is wrong with him, John?
1: Uh, we, we ask this question every day.
0: In Bondurant, it's Hawkeye Nation's John Miller, wrestling Cyclone fanatics Chris Williams, uh, this was more competition than the game. Who you got in this wrestling match? John has a considerable height advantage.
1: Yeah, he, he's big. He's like, what, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, but Williams is scrappy. He's that, he's that shorter, scrappy dude.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's, he'll bite. <laughs> and, and from Mount Air, who can forget Sears and oh. Admire in the pink Cadillac hot tub when it was 100 degrees out. John, what were you thinking in this photo? Um, I don't know. Yeah, really. exactly Ooh. right. Uh, Craig, at Ames, you are live on sound off. Craig, CyHawk game. What left an impression on you? Craig? Craig? We We lost Craig. Craig. Let's try Chris in Ames. Uh, Chris, what do you take away from the game?
2: I tell you, there was nothing to take away from that game outside of the Cyclones. do not look like they can handle winning anything this year. My freshman year at Iowa State, they went 0-10-1. That was in the Walden era. I think they're going to do the same thing here. I, think, I don't see them winning a game.
0: Well, they won't uh, have the one because there won't <laughs> be a tie, and there's now 12 games. Uh, John, who's, who's the, uh, what, what's what, the most likely win on Yeah, also? Chris, what
1: about in two weeks you got San Jose State at home and then Kansas? I think those are the two likely games you can point to, but you, you don't think they win those?
2: I don't, I don't think they win against Kansas, uh, San Jose State maybe, but I can't, I can't see any other win. On that schedule. you going
0: to have to get a lot better. And keep in mind, as I'm sure Chris noted, you and I turned around and lost at home to Montana. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Becky in Bondurant. Uh, Becky, thanks for the reception in Bondurant for RVTV in the rain. We appreciate it. What did you think of the game?
2: Well, I just had a question for you because you said there was confusion. It looked like confusion amongst the coaches also. Didn't he bring all his people in from Toledo, so why would they be confused, because shouldn't they kind of be used to working with each other?
0: Well, they should be. Uh, There have been some changes. Um, They have a a first-time offensive coordinator, Tom Manning. He was the offensive line coach. Uh, The guy hired to be Iowa State's offensive coordinator initially is now the head coach at Toledo, so there is some transition going on with the coaching staff, but... Um, more than I expected because Matt Campbell has a really good reputation for sound fundamental football, and, Becky, that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing self-destruction. (laughs)
2: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank
0: you. Ten
1: penalties against Iowa, and I think they had about round around the same amount against you and I and a lot of the penalties are just dumb, dumb penalties that you learn in high school not to do and they're just they're making them they're killing themselves. They did it a couple times when Iowa would have had to stall for a field goal attempt, but it kept Iowa's drive going. You can't do that. There's not that much room for error for the cyclone. Uh,
0: there's not any room for yeah. error when, when you have when you're still waiting for depth and talent to arrive. Um, you, you can't self-destruct. No face-off tonight. More time for your live phone calls on the big game. 515-282-9010. When will Iowa lose its first game? When will ISU win its first game? Sound off. YOU CAN EMAIL THE SHOW, SOUNDOFF AT WHOTV.COM. WE WANT TO KNOW IF YOU BELIEVE IN COACH CAMPBELL. ISU WAS IN THE SAME LEAGUE AS IOWA YESTERDAY, AND IT'S GOING TO BE A LONG, LONG, LONG SEASON. ETERNALLY HOPEFUL ISU FAN JEFF IN Pelham.
1: YOU GUYS HAVE SAID IN THE PAST, WHEN A NEW COACH COMES IN, THE PROGRAM GOES BACKWARDS. I WAS HOPING THIS WOULD NOT HAPPEN. AFTER 3-9 and nine LAST YEAR, IT'S DEPRESSING TO THINK OF A WORSE YEAR WITH TWO GAMES OVER. How many can Iowa State win?
0: Larry and Oskaloosa. Got to give it more time, Larry. It's too soon to hit the panic button. Over, under, John.
1: Overrated, having a great NFL quarterback. We've seen this. Cam Newton got beat by Trevor Simeon in the opener. Underrated, a great defense. That Bronco D won them the Super Bowl. Have it build around the great defense.
0: All right, it is uh, time to get to some final thoughts on some...
2: This does not mean that your show is number one. It means you have one minute remaining. Keep it tight and keep it simple. Simple.
0: Thank you, Tiny here. All right, Dodger Denny and Ford Dodge, if we can get a thought from you. Well, it was a sad game, but you
2: know what else was sad? What? When Chuck Long was talking with uh, Nate McMillan, all of a sudden Chuck decided to sing. Yeah, he decided to sing. Without the lights, the party's over. I think that's disgusting.
0: That's an old Monday night football bit for sure, uh, and it was over early. Avery and Newton. Avery, what do you think? Uh,
2: well, uh, I thought Iowa, in fairness did a really good job improving that defense, especially that side Maven was
0: playing on. Uh, I thought he did a, a lot better job, guarding the guards, and uh, they, just, they just looked a lot more tuned and ready to play this Saturday. They sure did. run I defense played a lot better. Can't get to more calls, but we are back next week. Hope you are too. We leave you with the Hawkeyes celebrating. Uh,
1: no, we don't. I made a change.
0: It's oh gonna no. feel pretty good, Keith. You ready for this, Lauren? Enjoy. I'm always
2: ready. The Hawkeyes always ready.
0: He's a big man. He's a big man. Do it now. <laughs> Hit me pretty hard with that <laughs> pie. Too. I was cleaning pie crust off my eyeball. For Can the you next still taste two it? Two hours. The shirt is ruined. (laughs) Mildew. It looked good, though.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.